is uh, Councillor Matthew Brown. I'm uh, Executive Member for Social Justice, Inclusion and Policy at Preston City Council. My name is Matthew Jackson. I'm the uh, Deputy Chief Executive of the Centre for Local Economic Strategies. Traditionally, it, it seems to be we just try to act as a, a magnet for outside institutional investors to come in. But with this economic crisis, we're seeing that that's not working anymore because a lot of the investment that we had in the last 10, 15 years, it's just not happening. So there's more of a systemic issue with the economy, I feel, that needs to be tackled. And one way of doing that is to make sure that the the wealth in the localities retained by the people who live here. Local government doesn't necessarily understand its, its local market and the types of organisations that are available within that particular place that could deliver the goods and services it, it requires. So there's a need for, I suppose, a more intelligent relationship between the, the public, the commercial and the social sector within place to enable organisations to be delivering more services. If you look at what's happening across America, you see that the, the, the capitalism, if I've looked about, is not producing the outcomes for the majority of people that it needs to. So people are looking at locally creating alternatives to it. And it's not just procurement, it's also pension fund investment to what American cities as university endowments, which go in the local economy in private areas, it's credit unions, it's community land trusts, it's local currencies, it's municipal enterprise, it's cooperative generation of energy. You know, there's all kinds of really creative responses to what is the systemic problem and the fact that the current economic model is not producing the outcomes it needs for the majority. Historically, if you look at when you have one system and, you know, over a period of time of decades, it, it begins to stop failing the majority of people. That is the precursor to the beginnings of a new system over the next few decades. And we could be seeing that happening here in the United Kingdom as well. We've worked uh, during that time with a number of local authorities to uh, measure the impact uh, their procurement spend brings for their local economy um, in terms of kind of job creation, supply chains, uh, development, of, development of apprenticeships, issues around kind of addressing challenges associated with the, the local environment. Um, and through all of that, we've done a range of work looking at kind of the um, multiplier type uh, analysis, working strategically with, with local authorities to seek to kind of change their procurement practices so it brings a, a wider range of benefits uh, to their places. We still have the issue of people working longer uh, for less. We have the issue of, um, you know, we don't have the issue of growing inequality where you get into the situation where you're heading towards a medieval distribution of wealth. You know, the, the, the top 1% of people probably have as much wealth as the bottom, you know, 40 or 50%, you know, and that's similar to what happened in medieval Europe, you know. So you're seeing all these trends heading in a certain direction, and once they continue, to exaggerate, that's when people think, well, I've had enough of this, we're going to start looking at something new from the grassroots upwards, you know, and we could be seeing that now. About two years ago, we kind of realised that that was very kind of restricted to, to local government, and there was actually a whole host of other institutions within place um, that had procurement spend, um, which could also derive a wider set of benefit for the local economy. So we, we, we effectively chose Preston as a bit of a, a guinea pig, really, um, to look at the, the supply chains of, of other anchor institutions and that we've turned them in, in, in Preston. So we've been working with the university, uh, with uh, further education colleges, uh, with housing associations, the police, and also kind of two major local authorities. It was important at the outset to engage with key stakeholders within each of those anchor institutions. So we effectively went to, to sell the project to kind of leaders and chief executives of the, of the, of the local authorities in question. So Preston City Council, obviously, and also Lancashire County Council, 
uh, but also for the series of discussions with um, uh, with, with chief executives of the other anchor institutions. Um, and from that, what we wanted from that conversation was one, a kind of a buy-in to the project and what we're trying to achieve, which is around kind of the, the repatriation of spend and to start to think about alternative forms of, of service delivery in the form of cooperatives. But what we also wanted those organisations to do was effectively open their books um, and give, give us access to their, their procurement data. It does go back to a discussion we had within the ruling Labour group and while we produced our manifestos previously. Um, myself, in particular, I wanted to look at, trying to look at certain alternatives that had emerged both within Spain and within Italy at the time, and that was most notably Mondragon uh, in the Basque region of Spain, and also uh, Bologna, Emilia Romana in Italy. Now, within those two areas, we managed to transform the private sector in the economy into such a way that it actually created an alternative to the capitalism that you saw around Europe within the, the local economy. So that's what was the inspiration. Now, that was what we uh, started investigating doing when our administration took control a few years back. So it's been a bit of an evolving process. But what was very interesting was how uh, Ted Howard and Gar Alpovich uh, in America, uh, through the Democracy Collaborative, they've been experimenting with, in Cleveland especially, with, with um, you know alternative economics there, especially linking it to place-based institution spend. So that's what really got it going. For each of each of six anchor institutions, we requested uh, their procurement spend for financial year 2012-2013, um, and specifically their kind of top 300 suppliers by value. And what we wanted to do with that with that information was understand the extent to which those organisations spent um, within the Preston economy, um, and the extent to which they spent within the wider Lancashire economy, because it's effectively a, a two-tier area. And what we found collectively across all those anchor institutions was that they spent over £750 million a year buying goods and services. And from that, uh, only 5% of that was spent with uh, businesses based in Preston, and only 39% of that was spent um, with organisations based in wider Lancashire. In Cleveland, in America, what happened is you had uh, quite a lot of industry, and over the last few decades, it disappeared uh, totally. Um, so what they did basically is they, um, they got the place-based institutions to increase spend on, to the local economy uh, through the goods and services that they procured, and as well as increasing that upwards by creating jobs to local businesses. They also used that spend to create a network of new worker-owned businesses known as Evergreen Cooperatives, and um, it's that that we've been investigating here as well as other uh, ways of doing it, so it's quite an exciting time. We've had workshops where we've kind of developed a, a collaborative procurement charter across each of the anchor institutions, which is about kind of encouraging them to think about kind of local suppliers and other kind of local issues when it comes to their procurement practice. Uh, but we've also done a series of kind of gap analysis, um, trying to understand the, the areas of contracts or particular areas of services which could potentially be delivered in the future by, by more local institutions. To give you an example, in terms of the, the Preston City Council spend, we identified that it was potentially around about three million pounds, which we've kind of termed as influenceable spend. So that's a spend that's not necessarily tied up in, in frameworks or not available in the local economy. It's things like kind of catering or, or building building maintenance and building cleaning type activities. The scope for that money to potentially uh, in the future uh, to be delivered by by more local organisations. So we've identified.
identified that three million pounds. We've identified businesses who could potentially deliver that activity in, in, into the future. So it's a case now for Preston City Council when it comes to their procurement process to actually start an early engagement process with those businesses to think through whether they have the capacity and capability to, to, to potentially deliver those services. We looked at the spend. We found it was, from those six that initially engaged, it was £750 million pounds per year that's spent on goods and services. Now we found that um, only 5% of that has been spent in Preston, and I think 39% has been spent in Lancashire. So obviously there's a huge opportunity to increase that spend upwards. The, the amount of wealth that's leaking out is quite significant. You know, we, we first started looking at procurement spend uh, with Manchester in 0809, and they were spending around about 52% of their, of their procurement spend in the local authority area, which was, which was fine. We felt there was like significant challenges in the way in which they undertook procurement. So what we've done over that period and aligned with kind of activities that they've been doing around kind of making efficiencies and, and, and reducing some of the some of the, some of the kind of their, their, their service activity, we've actually done a range of activities including kind of developing cross departmental procurement networks, suppliers networks, developing that outcomes framework. And the, the upshot of that and a range of other kind of activity that they've done around kind of reducing some of the bureaucracy of their, of their tender documents is that 52% figure is now off to something around 65% in the local economy. So the work really provides a fill-up to how, how authorities think strategically um, about their kind of procurement, but also it, it enables them to kind of develop relationships with commissioners and other people within their, within their local authority to ensure that maximum benefit is is, is achieved through the through the through the resources that they they, they remain um, that, that, that remains under the control as opposed to that, uh, that local authority. So you've seen uh, a situation in which I think the, the spent Preston's gone up by about three percent to the Preston economy, and to the Lancashire economy it's now around thirty five percent. So we're already seeing what we're spending as an authority. You know, we're, we're shifting that spent to the local economy, and then that that we hold. Uh, you know, and it's going to take a while to see the results, but from the initial efforts, there seems to be evidence now that the, re- the you know, the, the, if it goes to a local supplier, they respend it, uh, you know, in the local community. So you get some kind of multiplier effect in which wealth's retained and jobs are created. So, you know, so it is looking quite good at the moment. A lot of local authorities will currently have in their kind of corporate strategy or their or the community strategy priorities around things like reducing worklessness. Uh, around raising aspiration uh, in their in their population, around uh, fostering private and social sector growth within their economy, and through kind of maximising the benefit and understanding more effectively procurement spend is a way of kind of achieving some of those wider outcomes. So things like you know kind of bringing resource back into the local economy through a, through through utilising a, a local business to deliver services effectively kind of creates jobs. Uh, it supports uh, people who are who are potentially out of work into into labour market opportunity. It supports the sustainability and development of local business. So that's that's kind of always been our, our key selling point: is that the analysis that we undertake is effectively an evidence base as to how uh, authorities can think through how they how they purchase and also achieve wider corporate and indeed kind of social outcomes through their through their procurement spend. We've had a number of successes, most notably with the county council. Where we've managed to get a contract worth about two million pounds on fresh fruit feed project, which is done to a Preston company, and in addition to that, also like a constabulary, a printer. Con-
invested in, in uh, Bristol, we're back in the Move Your Money campaign, so our own investors, which are quite considerable, over 20 million, we're looking at shifting that if we can to the local economy to invest in uh, more sustainable businesses and economic activity within the Preston boundary. So we're looking at that. We're also looking at the pension fund that we're a part of, the Lancashire Pension Fund. Now, that's got um, 5.5 billion of uh, money invested, and the majority of it's invested in equities that are abroad. Now, if we could shift uh, 10% of that to the Lancashire economy, you know, it'd be a huge, significant uh, tool to localise the wealth to make sure the wealth stays local. So there are a number of things that we are experimenting with. We've also brought back a credit union, which um, is due to be launched next month when our original one went under in 2007. And, you know, we're doing a lot of things with the living wage as well. So we've got 50 living wage employees within Preston at the moment who signed up after we took the lead. We were the first officially accredited local authority within uh, the north of England in 2012, you know. So we're doing a lot and I think we're quite leading the way in the fact that we are getting noticed by a lot of think tanks just because we've got quite a distinctive approach. The objective was always to try and create... um, something that was potentially replicable in in relation to kind of Cleveland and the the Evergreen model. But it's actually very difficult to do that in a a UK context as a result of some of the restraints of kind of procurement law um, uh, from from Europe. And also in in the fact that, you know, in terms of kind of Evergreen, there's been a a significant amount of kind of seed funding that has enabled those new enterprises to to be developed. What we have done um, in in the Preston work is identified two types of, of kind of gaps in, in, in spend. One is um, spend which existing local organisations can potentially um, um, deliver services and goods against, um, and then we've undertaken an assessment, assessment of the existing market. The second is to, to look at kind of areas where cooperatives and, uh, and other forms of, uh, of mutual enterprise um, can actually potentially deliver services as well. I think we're experimenting with something new. Now, on top of that as well, you know, we have been promised significant investment in the past and without actually naming the particular projects that just hasn't happened so there's kind of like you know recovering a bit from that really because we were promised many moons ago that there would be significant inward investment and regeneration opportunities now you know we did everything we could and we could have a debate about whether that was the right thing to do or not but we did everything we could at the time to make that happen but ultimately the investors pulled out so i think there's a realization now that we're in very difficult times there were new times, the old ways of doing things aren't going to work. So that's why we managed to go down this new approach. And it is quite different to what the cooperative councils are doing because there's an element within that which is basically saying, well, we're not that bothered how the private sector operates, but what we will do is we will neutralise the local swimming pool or other council run services. For us, we've seen that the council and services we have are operating pretty well and there's no need to privatise them or mutualise you know so we're looking at a different approach where we try to influence the local economy and make it more fair more democratic and make sure that the wealth is shared more evenly we've not been able to kind of get to that position where cooperatives have actually been formed as a result of this particular work as i said right at the outset this is kind of a longer term um a bit, bit of work and, and something i know that kind of the, the councillors and members uh, at Preston City Council want to achieve but what we've always been clear on is that it takes time to do those sort of things and it does need that kind of drive and that relationship across the council the other anchor institutions and other organisations who can potentially support the development of those of those work-led cooperatives
any real meaningful change because they can bring in powers like you know, community rights and things like that. But if it's going to be accompanied by huge austerity measures and huge cuts to our budget, you know, it's difficult to actually implement any of that at a meaningful level. So, so you know, so we've been quite clever in the way we've responded to this. And as well, because we're the democratically elected council for the town as well, and we also have a uh, we've got a Labour County Council, we've also got a, uh, a Labour Police and Crime Commissioner. We're all quite working together to, to respond to that. And we've, we've also managed to persuade you know, the housing associations, the university, uh, colleges, and we're hoping to persuade some other councils as well as some other place-based institutions. And we persuaded them basically because we have the democratic legitimacy. So you know, our, our administration did get 32 out of 57 seven seats of the council so people did vote for us so that does help us persuade people to, to um, in other institutions to back what we're doing and I think the other institutions now are seeing that this quite creative approach is actually good for the institutions themselves because if you look at the university or the housing association they're, they're rooted in these communities and I think they're now looking at well how can we actually you know benefit people socially and economically as well as just providing an education service or providing a house to rent. So we managed to persuade a lot of people that it's the right thing to do. And I'm, I, to be honest, I'm actually quite really heartened with uh, the response we've had because I thought it might be difficult, but it's not been difficult. And people have really jumped on board. But if you want to do something really transformative and really radical, it does, in many ways, involve doing something really new and really creative. And in many ways, I can only do that if I'm being honest with the, with the challenges that I think are ahead of us. 
And I think we are, we have, we have a severe problem with the economy in the way it is at a national level. You know, but what we do have to respond to that at a local level is we've got communities, we've got institutions, you know, we've got uh, people who, you know, we've got people who have religious beliefs, people involved in trade unions, we have the voluntary sector. If you bring all those together, you've got quite a formidable group of people and resource to look to create a new model, you know. And um, I just say that to other local authorities. I just think that I think the game's up for the old system. I think we've got to start moving towards a new one bit by bit. And beginning at the grassroots and beginning locally. It's like what Tony Benn ben said first, they say, uh, first they ignore you, then they say you're mad, then you're bad, then you're dangerous, and then you look around and there's not one person who can disagree with you. And I think it's probably similar with this. I think with the early stage, 